Be good. <laughs> Hey there, friends. Welcome to the Monkey Tooth Podcast. This is Andrew, and I'm with my wife Tiffany and our dog Pele in Atitlan. It's a big-ass lake in Guatemala that's full of, um, well, it's full of everything. Birds, all sorts of insects, animals, people. And somehow, Tiffany and I are not at the moment in the sound healing or having our chakras realigned. We're just drinking coffee and um, hanging out. This town is full of quasi-spiritualists, yoga teachers. uh, It's pretty crunchy and hippie and touristy, but it's beautiful, and we're we're enjoying it. We're hopefully going to go soon to El Salvador and uh, continue our journey south. But I just want to say, before I introduce our guest today, that we are very, very grateful for you out there who uh, listen to this show and support us and encourage us on our way. I want to say that, um, you know how uh, sometimes you have an idea that you feel like is a real good one, but after you test it out, it's not so great? Well, I I know that situation real well. We were uh, attempting to sell advertisements, like silly ads, to people who listen to the show or just want to say something goofy. Uh, that that did not work. <laughs> We've gotten zero response. I mean, not even a single email about it. Nada. So I'm gonna cut that shit out and not do that anymore. So no more ads. I hope uh, hope they didn't get on your nerves too much. Anyhow, um, yeah, test run, test complete, and results are in. No advertising for the Monkey Tooth podcast. I think there's going to be just zero commercialization of this of this experience. So uh, thank you for that feedback, uh, which is no feedback at all. But whatever, I got the message, so thanks. Um, I also want to say that we are incredibly, incredibly aware of how fortunate we are to be able to do this thing so if at any point in time you're listening to this podcast and it seems like we're giving a hard time to people or or, or critiquing people who work for a living i hope you understand that is not where we're coming from we're very um we work very hard when we do work and we value hard work i'm currently watching guys who are building a house in the campground where we're staying and they're hauling bags of concrete up and down a hill to build something while I'm lounging around and talking to a microphone by myself. I'm very, very appreciative of you out there who are working hard and um, and making the world tick and keep functioning. So, yeah, well, I have no interest in critiquing people who are, are working hard. So I hope you understand that. Okay, uh, speaking of hard work... Our guest, a guy named Elian, Elian, or Eliano, depending on where you in the world you want to say his name. He's from France, so 
I think Elion is the proper pronunciation. He is a very, very cool guy. We've made friends with him over the past several weeks, have traveled with him, cooked many meals, and enjoyed his company. He's working hard on a very creative project called What's Up on Earth, and you can check that out. Uh, there's a link on our website if you go there, or you can Google him, or he's on Facebook, Instagram. Anyhow, Elion is working hard on this project, and it's beautiful and interesting and sweet, and he's going to tell you all about it. We would be with him right now, but he is at a 10-day silent retreat of Vipassana, which he'll tell you about later on in the episode. So yeah, look forward to that. I hope you're out there having a good time. Happy New Year. Happy Holidays. Good luck with your life. Good luck with 2020. We're all going to need it. Until next time, enjoy this episode with our friend, Elion. kind of funny when you've been hanging out with somebody for so long then to suddenly be putting the microphones in between us but i met you three weeks ago two three weeks ago i have no idea i would say two weeks yeah around two weeks in flores and so far we've been to like three or four different places together i think two two el ramate and uh and here in here oh that's right that's right you didn't come with us and we didn't go with you no went to different places but you um I mean, you're used to this. You make friends, and then you just forget people, and they go away from your life. <laughs> <laughs> that is not uh, true. <laughs> we've we've managed to attach ourselves to you um, and follow you around. So there's a shitload of stuff that I want to talk to you about that I haven't talked to you about since we've met. Even all this time we've been hanging out, I know you do a project called What's Up on Earth that I will get to, I promise. But before I get to all that sort of stuff, I want to talk to you about your life because you are from France, mm-hmm. and I don't. Uh, I've been to France and I was like 16 years old the first time and a young adult the second time and all I could think about was food I just wasn't really the culture didn't jump out at me I don't really know much about French culture so like it's mostly about food I would say so I nailed it (laughs) perfect how how old are you you're 20 27 27 so like growing up in in France in the 90s what what was it like what was it about for you Honestly, when I look back at it, uh, I just feel like so privileged because um, when you when you grow up in France in a middle class family, there is not m- many um, things that you have to think about. Like you don't don't have to worry about food. You don't have to worry about having a good education. Um, you don't really have to worry too much about the money because the government helps a lot families that don't don't really have the um, the the ability to to find um, like to to be able to give an education to to the children um like i i grew up in a middle class family but um i i've got money from the government to uh, help me studying and help me find a um, a place to to rent um, and you don't get that in in many countries so I feel uh, very very privileged um, to 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 be raised in in this country yeah sounds nice it <laughs> sounds is. ideal the way that the government should treat the people who live there what uh, what do your parents do 
my my uh, father is um i would say um a design um informatic um informatician designer like he uh he designs um pieces on on the computer like um car sensors um oh, things wow. like this uh like 3D uh dimensions he used like Ketia a lot which is a, a software yeah so he's like a like an engineer type yeah 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 that's cool has he invented stuff uh not really no uh, he worked for Siemens uh mm-hmm. for a while and now they he works for Continental wow that's really cool do you feel like you've got any of that in you do you have any like to- not really i mean i work on a computer uh as well but uh no i don't really have any uh interest in um designing um uh industrial uh, right, right. things right but that like the process no, i know you're not going to be like designing <laughs> i've hung out with you long enough to know you're not a not to sit down at a computer and design some crazy you know technical thing but like do you have any of that kind of? Um, I mean, it seems like you do because you're really good at editing and you're very meticulous I, about. I feel like um, I I like to use things that are already there um, to make it the way I want it to look, but I don't feel that I like I can create something from A to Z. Mm. Uh, that's that's what I like photography and videography is that like I see something. And I, I see uh, the potential of of this landscape of or this uh, uh, this scene, uh, and um, and then I can uh, edit it to uh, to make it like I I want it to look. Yeah. I, I like this, but uh, I would love to to create to be able to create as well. But I feel like I maybe I haven't pushed myself too much in this direction. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe I should, um, but I, I don't really think I have a, like. A, a talent to to create something from from nothing well you do seem to and, and we'll get to it i promise the your project but like you do seem as i've watched you photograph things and and look for like shots and stuff it almost seems like you're doing it to build a story mm-hmm. like you're trying to tell a story with the stuff that you're collecting yes um so um i i've never really been um how to say um a talker um i i am not um comfortable with with words and i really have trouble to express myself that's why i i choose videography so i can put all my feelings into into my work and transmit messages that i would never be able to transmit uh with my my own voice because it's it's just not what i uh, i'm good to like some people are very good talkers uh some are not uh, i'm not one of them so videography is is for me this uh um how to say this uh, this link and this uh support that helps me um spreading the the message i want to i want to to spread that's really great what what about your mom what did she do uh, so she, she she stopped working uh, for a while when uh, when she had me and my and my brother. Uh, then she started to follow classes and um, she started to be a massage therapist. Mm-hmm. I guess it's the, how you call it in English. Uh, she's done ha- she's done that back home uh, for for a while, and then she worked in a retreat retreat centers for a few years, um, helping 
um, all the all people in their everyday everyday life. And uh, beside that, she is a huge fan of um, hiking. And uh, it's funny because when we were a child with my brother and my father, we used to go hiking every summer, but without my mom. Like she, she, she wasn't really uh, into into hiking until uh, until some point. I don't know. Like she decided she she liked it, and she just uh, started to go out every weekend, like twice, uh, twice a week, or just uh, one time overnight. And she's been all over the place in the Pyrenees, which is like the mountain range close to my city, Toulouse. And she's just uh, recently moved out like three hours away just because she saw everything in, in my area. So like she wanted to see something else. Uh-huh. She moved three hours away. So she have a new uh, playground now. Uh, That's great. Three hours away from Toulouse. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I definitely see her influence in you as we went up a mountain uh, the day before yesterday to look at a volcano and you blew past everybody you carried the heaviest pack of everyone and you're the first one up and the first one down so your mom can be proud she she and your dad raised a good hiker (laughs) that's the yeah that's probably the only um things i am i i don't um i'm I'm good about like hiking uh i'm not really a sportive uh, person (laughs) i mean we just started to do some (laughs) some (laughs) push-ups some push-ups uh like since a few weeks uh, but um, yeah, I, I I really like I really enjoy enjoy hiking. It's uh, kind of free my free my mind, and I I can only focus to what surrounds me, focus on my breathing, focus on the landscapes around, and uh, yeah, I really I really make um, it really makes me happy, makes me even more happy when I get back get back with good uh, good shots. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean that's. That's an interesting thing. Everybody approaches nature for their own reasons. You know, some people just want to be out there. Some people like to the physical challenge. Um, some people just want to be away from cities. Uh, and, and you've got a cool combination because you it seemed like you want all that. You want the exercise. You want to be away, but you're also trying to gather something. Like you're trying to bring something back from nature to share with other people. That's kind of cool that that lines up with whatever it is that you want to express about yourself that you don't want to say, I guess, through words or through writing. Do you write at all? I actually started, I just started to write uh, back in France. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so I, I left um, I left four, almost four years ago now mm-hmm. uh, from France with um, uh, a project that we're going to talk about later. <laughs> um, but I, I spent uh, 30, 30, 35 months, like almost, uh, yeah, two, two years and eight months, I think, uh, away from, from, from my family and from my countries. I, I haven't seen uh, anybody from France for like almost three years. And I, I went back last Christmas uh, to France and it kind of broke my, my reality, the reality I built the past three years. Um, I realized that, I don't know, I was just away from, uh, from everything uh, away from my friends, away from my f- family, and aw- away from any um, social pressure. Um, I was in my own world, in my uh, with my own family in, in Montreal. 
and uh, and in the west of Canada, I had like an amazing time. Um, but I was in my bubble; like everything was just perfect, and uh, I enjoyed so much traveling. I met so many people. But when I arrived in France, it kind of broke this bubble, and uh, and I, I suddenly uh, felt this uh, this pressure of society, and I started to. Uh, think about uh, how old I was and what should I should I create. I started to um, to think about um, uh, like um, a way to get a proper living, have a proper situation, um, uh, have stabilities, and uh, and I started to write at this specific moment. I, I remember I was sick for like a few days. Uh, I couldn't get out from bed and uh, and I had all these thoughts in mind uh, that I couldn't really um, express. I couldn't edit. I was not able to do anything. Um, but my mind was working like fast uh, on not not good thoughts. Uh, but uh, but I, I really, really felt like I needed I needed to express these thoughts because it would um, it would make me. I was in in um, mental mental pain. I would say, so I I started to read to write at this very specific moment for the first time of my life, and uh, I started to write about how I felt exactly at this at this moment, and uh, and how bad I felt with the 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 pressure that society was putting on, on, on me that I never really uh, experienced before um, I thought I was kind of uh, immune you know like I didn't think I would be affected so much uh, by this really felt like this was my my way to to express to express myself um compelling voiceover like some some things that i would write and um and the video um uh, that i would uh, that i would take and combine this together um helped me a lot to express my feelings and to express like everything that i wanted to talk about um because i think like uh, travelers make a huge uh, community, and we we always we often have the same um, uh, how to say uh, thoughts, and um, and we we kind of scared of the same the same thing. We have the same questions, and uh, I felt like um, talking about this could could maybe help some some other travelers uh think uh think clearer and um and so that i i really want to keep doing doing this it, it takes a lot of time because um i'm not a good writer so it takes a lot of time to write things properly especially in english 
it makes time it takes time to record it uh, and to put it together but I think it's um, it's worth it because um, video only um, it, it's it's nice it's it's uh, it's an entertainment you it's it's pretty but mm. I feel like uh, I want to to give um, like something else I want to give a message to um, to the people who, who, who see my work and um, and I think voiceover for me is a good uh, is a good option because I, I I don't want to to film uh, to film myself <laughs> I just started to <laughs> a few a few months ago uh, but uh, but I, I really really don't like it don't so yeah for me it's a good way to How, why did you choose to do it all in English uh, that's a good question uh, I so I, I studied to learn English in in New Zealand back in like six uh, yes yeah, six months uh, six uh, years ago sorry 2015 2014 uh, and um, and this travel like, kind of completely changed my my life and uh, English was uh, was a part of me at the, the end of this travel and I I really really wanted to uh, uh, to keep. Uh, practicing and uh, I realized that um, speaking English opens like so many doors and makes you uh, like you are able to speak to to to, to many people while uh, while French is just you know reserved to a few countries uh, so yeah I, I wanted to be able to to spread my m- messages um, to to everybody and not only for, for French people that's interesting. You, you do make a really good point of if you don't understand something, you're always quick to say, hey, what is that word? How, and you're always asking about your pronunciation, which is cool. I, I f- we try to do that in Espanol, but we're not as good at it as you are. Mm-hmm. You definitely make a point of it. Yeah, it's it's got to be tough to do. I can't imagine trying to do what we're doing in another language. I don't, you know, I haven't put that sort of effort into it. But it's kind of cool that you've taken um, taken the time to learn another language and then to put all your creative energy out with that language. So you're, it's almost like every bit of it is a challenge for mm-hmm. you. I mean, the, the writing, the, the speaking, mm-hmm. the other language. No, it's, uh, it's starting to get, to get better as I, uh, as I keep traveling. Uh, I improved my English a lot, uh, the last, the last few months. And you're learning Spanish but, at the uh, same time. Well, yeah, let, let's not talk about the, the Spanish part yet. <laughs> but Spanish yeah, is great. Yeah, yeah, works yeah, out. Hopefully it's going to get better and better. Yeah. Well, um, when, let's go back. So you went to school for, um, you were a lab te- technician? What were yeah, you? That's, What's uh, your degree? Uh, that's, uh, yeah, I, uh, I am a lab, a lab technician. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what my degree says. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's like a two years study. And then I studied one, a third year. Uh, to get, um, I think you call it bachelor, or, mm-hmm. yeah, bachelor, bachelor degree uh, in uh, quality control in uh, agro industries. Uh, I I found it very interested, uh, very interesting, but uh, I I just couldn't see myself uh, going in in that uh, in that direction. Uh, and at some point, I was just. Uh, it's just like what what am I gonna do? You know, like I, I didn't want to to work in a lab for the rest of my life, even if it's interesting. I didn't want to work in a food factory because uh, the ethic doesn't doesn't really fit my my values. And uh, so I just uh, I was just like, okay, I, I just gonna gonna go for one year, one sabbatical year. Uh, I picked up news 
picked up New Zealand because of the of the landscapes uh, so I went for this this uh, this year uh, by myself I was I had a girlfriend back in the time back in back in this time I chose to to go alone because I, I wanted that that was my trip and I really needed this trip alone I needed to uh, be confronted with myself and uh, and think about what I wanted to do uh, so I went there alone and uh, my girlfriend joined me like five five months later and uh, I just discovered uh, video and photography over there uh, I started to to really enjoy taking pictures and videos and uh, yeah I just made this uh, first edit um, one one day with uh, like the six the six first month of my travel I just put everything together made um, a short edit and I really enjoyed it like I really enjoyed uh, like pick up the music and try to find the right combinations of um, of footage so it would fit the the vibe of the music I really really enjoyed it and I couldn't count the hours I I spent in this first um, first edit. I was just like into it, and I I really enjoyed it. Uh, so I released it, and I had some good uh, good reviews. I was like, yeah, okay, why not? I maybe uh, maybe I want to do some something better next time. So I bought uh, I bought my first drone when I was in the South Island in New Zealand. Uh, I was picking uh, picking kiwis and apples. So I I made a bit of money. I bought my drone and uh, and then started to cruise the South Island with it. And uh, yeah, it just I just really really enjoyed it. And um, I so when I went back to France after my travel, I just put everything together and uh, starting to think about a name uh, for for the project. And uh, yeah, that's what that's how What's Up on Earth was uh, was born. Uh, so I made this this first edit under the What's Up on Earth name, uh, which was New Zealand Standing uh, Landscapes. Uh, that's my like pr very first proper proper video with uh, mostly drone shots and time lapse uh, from the South Island of New Zealand. And uh, and it really worked. Like it's actually the first, the first and only video that really worked. Uh, I had like a lot, a lot of, a uh, lot of views on this video and um, um, uh, a lot of uh, attention. So I thought, okay, maybe I can do this for all every videos. But it, it didn't work like this, unfortunately. Uh, so yeah, that's that's how the the, the project wa was born. Yeah. Well, don't. Uh, I mean, I'm not. I don't want to be giving you advice, but like attention and um, like social media feedback has nothing to do with whether or not your project's any good. That, you know I what know. I mean? Like, I, 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 understand. I, I don't want you to. I understand this, think, uh, <laughs> but when you spend when you spend so much time and energy I into totally. a project and all your soul, it it really feels uh, it's it's hard to to keep. Um, to keep being motivating if motivated if uh, if you don't see any result totally. and and the views are yeah it's a s social media thing but it I don't know you you don't want to spend like hundreds of hours on a, <laughs> on one edit yeah uh, if if nobody can see it like yeah, yeah I, I'm doing this for, for myself but I'm also doing this for people to watch it and uh, and it's really frustrating when you when you see on YouTube uh, a cat video that has like <laughs> 
like <laughs> millions and millions of views and it's yeah. like five seconds uh, and it didn't take any work and yeah. uh, when you see yeah it's it's frustrating which is funny because it's um, like when I look at look back on this video it's uh, it's just not a good for me it's not a good job you know like not it's the first it, yeah it's the first video I spend a lot of time editing but there's a lot of things that I wouldn't you know w wouldn't do again like uh, I I've learned a lot with this video for sure it was like the first one first one where I used like a proper uh, editing software mm -hmm. so but yeah it's just frustrating That's well it. I mean Fuck it, just start making cat videos, man. <laughs> you know, just, <laughs> just put up five-second bullshit things. I no, about it, it. I, I think what you're doing is uh, is cool, and I'm I'm excited to learn more about it. So it's called What's Up on Earth, mm -hmm. um, and I, I got to travel back first before we get into that because it's crazy when you and I and Tiffany met for the first time. You said, "Oh, I've met some people from the, the U.S., some people from Louisiana," and Tiffany was, <laughs> and of course, our <laughs> very first day on this journey. <laughs> We saw some people that um, that I knew from New Orleans that I hadn't seen. I had no idea I was going to see, and that's who you met and spent yeah. a bunch of time with. So it's kind of crazy that like in this huge expanse, we have mutual friends and uh, Matt and McKenzie. Matt and McKenzie, yeah, yeah. I, it's it's uh, it's it's funny because I met them in uh, yeah met them in Oregon, and uh, it's it's funny how we met, uh, and that um, actually um, tried the. Um, it's a good example of what I like a lot about traveling. Uh, I was I was just in my van and I I stopped in the lookout to make a drone shot in in, in Oregon, and uh, and they were there like with their four wheel drive cooking breakfast and yeah just say hi and uh, we talked about like we we talked with them for three hours and then we went for a walk came back cooked dinner and we didn't move from the spot for like over 24 hours we just didn't move i parked my car uh thinking i would make this shot and in five minutes i would be gone and i stayed like over 24 hours uh at this right spot with them we had like really good time and um and then yeah we we exchanged our uh, our contacts and uh, we met again uh, about six months uh, later we spent like 10 days together in uh, arizona uh and utah and uh and yeah it, it we had such a great a great time together we shared a lot and uh and it it was just so funny when we when i realized that you guys uh, met met before yeah that's the cool thing and the crazy thing about this travel scenario is that i mean you can make friends so quickly i, I feel like we became friends mm -hmm. like within 24 hours and cooking helps, you know, oh, when you yes. cook with somebody, that's, exactly. that's always, that seals the deal for me. But the, um, that thing you mentioned earlier about the bubble, that you are in this weird bubble, and when you do dip back into your old life, suddenly the illusion, or it feels like one of them is not real. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe the travel thing was like, it's just this little thing you're not meant to have forever, and but real life is lurking and waiting for you. Yes. And yeah, you know, the reality is what whatever you choose to do with your time is is your reality. You know, whether it's traveling or working in a laboratory, do you do you, have you found that connection yet in yourself, or you still struggle with the idea? Um, what I what I like the most, I think, about traveling is um, is including um, a working experience in into it. But I, I don't think I could um, like 
work for one year back home, for example, thinking about, okay, after this one year, I can I can go traveling. Uh, in my mind, uh, like you said, tra- um, working is a part of the, the travel. That's why I love so much working holiday visa, which is a like a super nice way to travel because you can you can work pretty much everywhere uh, you want in in one specific country and uh, you can just work like three months here and then travel for a few weeks find a new job uh, easily and I feel like this life for me is uh, is really interesting because you even if you don't like the job you're doing it doesn't really matter because it's not something that's gonna last long you, you know that you can quit your job like uh, like in in a week two weeks and you would find another job and I like the fact that it's jobs that you wouldn't you wouldn't do back home um, like I, I've done for example a lot of um, fruit pickings like cherry pickings kiwi pickings uh, grape pickings and it's not something you do uh, in your own country usually uh, you would mostly do I mean for me um, uh, working in an office or in a lab and I, I, I just don't want this even if maybe I can make more money out of this I just prefer to to have um, more more tiny tiny experiences uh, than working for like one year or two years in an office and then say okay I, fa- I can finally get out of my work I'm free uh, because I don't know I feel I feel free when I'm working on the road. I feel free when I'm in my on my ladder, picking cherries, listening to techno music in my <laughs> in my headphones. Um, I feel free when I'm working as a barista uh, in a city uh, or just trimming weed in California. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's where I belong. Uh, so yeah, work work and travel like together. I think it's uh, that's that's my way to travel yeah it's a good balance man we haven't done that we haven't done work travel i mean tiffany does travel nursing but you get really immersed you're there on a contract and and she's doing the same the same job that she normally does but we've you know every time we move somewhere obviously we have to work but we haven't done what you're doing mm-hmm. which is those what do you use work away is that what it's called it's um it's working holiday working holiday visa working holiday it's, visa. Uh, it's a program like they have um like for example once again like i'm super glad to be uh french because we have a like a, a huge program of work uh, work um, working visa with different countries we can work in new zealand australia canada argentina chile colombia like there is japan taiwan like there's many many countries where we can work for one year or two years depending on the country and that's something that not a lot of uh, country have and especially not with so many yeah. uh, countries like you could spend 15 years of your life in each country working making money and enjoying and take time to understand and immerse yourself in depth into uh, the culture of um, of a country and learn learn how they live uh, and you really feel part of it it's that's why um, like you don't feel like a tourist, you are, I guess, but you you feel like you you're part of uh, of this um, this society because you work and uh, and I think that's for me it's uh, just a, such a great way to travel yeah. because you work for you work for three months then you 
kind of sick working, just want to go back on the road. And you go back on the road for one month, then you're sick being on the road because it's tiring, you know, like, <laughs> I mean, w switching place every day, uh, it seems amazing and it is, but at some point you, every, I think everybody needs a home. And, uh, and I mean, for me, it's my car, but still like you still need a place where you you stay with the same people you take time to and to uh, to know them in depth and not only like um around the dinner or, or a few days you know like create deep relationship that you're gonna keep years and years um so i think it's um everybody needs to settle down at some point it can be for like three weeks two months or a year but you need those those places to f to feel to feel like home otherwise you just lose yourself into a trip and you see new things every day amazing things every day you meet amazing people every day but you kind of lose uh, this excitement because it becomes a routine and I mean it's it's an amazing routine but it's still a routine and you don't appreciate things as you should so I'm trying to settle down in some place as soon as I, th I feel like I don't appreciate things as I should. It's hard when you when you when you're on the road. Like, like you, you need to settle for for a while, not only for a few days. It's hard to get involved into a project or into a community only for a few days because you don't see, you don't look yourself in uh, in, in into a future. Like you, you, just see yourself for a few days, and it's hard to give so much energy for something that you that you're only going to experiment experience for for a few days yeah you've you've done i mean among the many projects that you've done like you know picking fruit or trimming weed or that sort of thing you've also done shit that you care about like you've done video projects for people like you were just doing one in mexico yeah the, um, so, so maybe this will help explain what what's up on earth is about plastico minus plastico minus plastico so tell me about minus plastico in mahawa okay Two of my best friends went to visit me in uh, in Mexico for uh, for for like a month and a half. So we had this trip from like um, like La Paz, basically, to south of of Mexico. And uh, so when they left, I really wanted to settle down somewhere, like I said before, and be, feel a part of uh, of something. Um, bigger than, than than my own project and so I started to look look up um, workaways uh, like volunteering places around the area uh, of the um, 
around Chetumal. It's um, south um, southeast of Mexico in the Caribbean. And uh, I found this uh, NPO called Menos Plastico es Fantastico. And uh, I read their profile and uh, I applied to to volunteer there. And uh, so I told them, yeah, I'm a videographer and I would really want to do um, something about your about your work, um, like a small video, maybe like four or five minutes that explained the project. Uh, and they were so down. So I went there. I was supposed to stay maybe two weeks there. Uh, film what I had to do, uh, what I and, and participate, and then go, and uh, and I f I stayed like two and a half uh, two and a half months uh, because the um, small video project um, was transformed into a, almost a full frame uh, documentary film, uh, and um, and it I have always want, wanted to uh, start making documentaries. That's um, that's kind of my aim with the with the project What's Up on Earth, but I, because I've never been to uh, to school studying uh, videography, I I didn't feel like I, I was able to, and this project uh, gave me the opportunity to settle down at some in some place, uh, have a, a work um, environment, and uh, with people that cared about uh, what we were doing, like that were really willing to invest themselves into this documentary so it really helped me to um uh, to find uh, like the time and the uh, the creativity to uh, to to do this uh, this documentary i i kind of want to stop making landscapes uh, landscapes video uh, for a while and really really put myself into alternatives like ecological societal environmental alternatives citizen initiatives that are blossoming around the world like i said because there is many projects and people need to to hear about it people need to be inspired because it's easy to uh to fall into um this this desperate um um sense of hopelessness maybe. yeah <laughs> because i mean and it's not of course it's no nobody's to blame like uh when when you look at the news you can <laughs> i mean it's pretty obvious like yeah. you, you it's pretty hard to um to 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 find um positive informations uh because it's just uh, doesn't um, doesn't sell <laughs> that right. much like people uh, are more excited about uh, about uh wars and uh environmental um, catast catastrophe not yeah. if the, the right word yeah, uh, that then um, a plastico uh, project in the Caribbean uh, sea for example so yeah I really felt like I my my work was I had to I had to do something I I always felt like I didn't have uh, my own um, my own project like um, my own visions you know like some people uh, do permaculture some people are engineers and they they invent all kind of stuff to produce uh, energy out of natural resources and uh, and I'm not an engineer and I don't have this this vision so I, I felt like what I could do with my skills is just to document this project to help those project leaders having more like um, uh, impacts and help them to inspire uh, other people that could have ideas um, thanks to the um, to their work. Yeah. 
So What's Up on Earth has been your project for filming landscapes. And you've, what I watched you do is you interviewed a person and asked them three questions, which I really liked. It's so easy. And I don't want to say that's easy. That's the wrong thing. But it's so like clean and, um, and you know what they're, you're going to talk about. I, I like that quite a bit. And do, can you share that? Yeah. With? So, yeah, like I said, at, at, at first, What's Up on Earth was purely landscape uh, videos. And then I realized that um, like they were... In, the message was was not as strong uh, as uh, as I wish it would be, so I started to think about uh, something else, and I came up with this idea of uh, interviewing uh, people, and I spent time to think about three uh, three questions to ask all always like to to people to have like this kind of base with all the same three questions that I would ask to everybody. What makes you the most happy? What does the world need the most from your opinion? And if you had a message to spread, what would it be? felt like those those questions it's hard to answer because because it's really really open but i felt like with these questions you give people the opportunity to express themselves like very freely and i think it's amazing how how different people's minds are So the, the point with this project, the aim is to collect thoughts and knowledge, uh, thoughts and visions about life, basically. Like, it's very general, but life and society from people around the world, like from different backgrounds and culture. So once again, it can inspire others. When I when I was in in Mahawal in Mexico making this documentary, I had some free time, and I started to edit those uh, those interviews that I just uh, put on my hard drive for the past two years without being able to uh, to edit anything because I uh, because of lack of time. And I finally had this time, and I I f- I fully put myself into uh, this interview project, and uh, I think for like. For seven days, uh, I've only been I've only been working on uh, on this uh, interview project. So I had like 30, 30 interviews so far, and I just edited um, every every single one in a week. Uh, I spent twelve to fourteen hours editing every day on my computer, and uh, I've never felt so um, uh, fulfilled. Uh, with my with the work I was doing when because it's it's people that I that I met myself and I spend time with them I spend sometimes month with them and uh, and seeing seeing them on, on my screen screen and hearing what they had to say was like it it gave me so much 
happiness and I was waking up every morning like okay I'm gonna do more interviews and uh, and I felt so inspired by all the all those people and all the answer they uh, they gave and uh, and it makes me really really want to keep going in that direction and make more and more interviews with people uh, with completely complete different backgrounds um, uh, because I feel like if it can inspire me, it, it it can inspire others. Yeah, isn't it lovely spending time with that person again? It's in, amazing. In the editing, uh, I'd never experienced it before until mm-hmm. starting this project, and it's wonderful, man. It's priceless it, to, because yeah, yeah, you're hanging out with them again mm-hmm. with with a different frame of mind. You can just appreciate their answers and hear them, and it brings back all the memory yeah. you, yeah. you you shared with them. And uh, yeah, it, I, I just love it. I think it's the, for me, it's the best. Uh, it's the um, the part that I like the most uh, on, on on this project is these interviews, especially when when I edit the interviews like months, uh, even years after <laughs> after I met the, the the people because it just brings back all the memories and so it's amazing. Where can people see this? First of all. Uh, right now, nowhere. Nowhere, okay. Because uh, I am like about a year late or even more on, on, on my work. I would release all the interview one by one. So an interview would be like around two two to four minutes mm-hmm. for, each, uh, for each person uh, answering the three questions and uh, compiled with, um, with landscape shots and um, lifestyle shop, shot. I like that because it, it's a cool way of telling a story. You know, you're giving someone something that's visually interesting, but also relevant to what people are talking yeah. about and, and building a story with that. That's one of the things I like about film. Uh, I, I don't, I didn't go to school for anything really, but but film to me seems like one of the coolest expressions of art that we have because it's everything. Mm-hmm. There's elements of sculpture and painting and design and music and all, all forms of art come into this one thing uh, writing you, you name yes. it it's all yes. in one thing that we can it is the only the only art that that can brought everything else together yeah in one one content like mm-hmm. one support and like you said that's what I love about video it's especially the music part right. is that the ambience you can create with the visual mm-hmm. and the sound for me is the most powerful uh, uh, expression um, way of exp- expression you, you can you can have yeah you're uh, you're open about the fact that you're learning this as yeah. you go but you do yeah, have a skill um, i would say yeah it's a, it's it's a personal personal project as um as a semi professional yeah. project i would say but it's definitely both um it allow me to to build my to build myself and yeah experien- experiencing new 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 things and uh, and see how it leads. I don't know yeah. where, where it leads, but uh, it surely leads somewhere. Well, we've watched, just in the little bit of time that we've watched you, I mean, you've gotten two or three gigs to you know either pay for your camping or to get you into a festival or to, to in some way make mm-hmm. yourself useful to the people around you with your skill, which is... It's having the opportunity to not necessarily make money with your work, but just... Um, being able to 
to trade it for uh, accommodation, for food, or for an experience. I can see that it makes it gives you a sense of value and that people appreciate what you're doing, but it also you have a skill to share. It feels good to to see that um, your, your work is appreciated by by others, and uh, and even if you don't make money out of it. Uh, it's it still allow you to to live yeah. um, because if you don't pay for food or accommodation, for example, then you then you don't spend any money. That's what uh, what I've done in in Mexico. I spent two two and a half months with this um, this NPO, and uh, so I was I I didn't have to pay for for accommodation. I had one meal a day, so I I, I spent like couple hundred dollars in uh in two and a half wow. in two and a half months and uh so for me it's 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 a great way to live i don't i don't need much money i just need um to be able to to feed myself and um uh, and, and and have a roof and, and the way that you're funding all this is through like stopping and working occasionally yes like you don't have a so, patreon you don't have any gofundme it's just strictly you're making the money and paying for everything yeah, I I had the chance to to work um, a lot in Canada and and, and in the US, um, making a lot of money in a short time. Um, so that allowed me to um, be, being careful, like with with the money I spend for sure. But that allowed me to uh, to travel uh, for for a while. Like yeah. if you're good, if you're good at picking fruit, for example. Uh, in a month, you can make money uh, as m- to tr- to travel for like six or even 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 more if you really careful with uh, with the money you spend. So I, I feel like a lot of people say they cannot travel because of the money, and uh, I think it's true in a way. But when you look at it, like if you do a working visa, you only have to pay for the flight ticket. You pay for the flight ticket. And then you get your money back in 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 a very short time if you yeah. if you know what you're doing, and uh, so yeah, you just have to work uh, hard for 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 a couple of months, yeah. and then you can travel for for way more than that. I want to bring up something that's gonna it's gonna hurt a little. So I know your computer is damaged, and yesterday while we were on that volcano, you lost one of your most valuable tools in an effort to capture beauty. Your drone blew away in a strong wind. Yes, I feel like um, I I don't know. Like we were we were talking about it earlier, and we were saying that in any situation, doesn't matter how negative it is, you always find uh, uh, a positive uh, outcome. And I mean, it, it's just a drone. Like I, it's uh, it's a tool. It. Uh, it's frustrating uh, if you don't have it because when you see things that you really want to capture, yeah. then you, you you're not able to. And but it's 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 just a tool. Um, so it's only material. Um, money comes and go, so you cannot right, always right. buy a new one. Well, you'll you'll <laughs> have plenty of time to think about it because I know you're about to go to a retreat, a vipassana retreat for mm-hmm. ten days. Yes, nine ten days of just absolute silence and Ab- meditation. Absolute silence. Silence. No, uh, no phone. Uh, no um, touching. No um, yeah. like no talking. No eye contact. Like everything is made so you you don't you cannot escape uh, yourself and you just have to deal with uh, 
with your your own mind and um and I feel like it, it it's a great experience that like would be beneficiate for for like many many people would beneficiate it uh because it's something that you you cannot just you cannot do it in your in your everyday life if you if you don't go to to one of those retreats because there is no way you would prove yourself not not to talk to anybody for <laughs> 10 days in a row like you you would get crazy in the in 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 in, in the normal life uh so you need a special context mm -hmm. and people who kind of guide you in this in this journey uh and yeah phil i right now i that's what i need and i feel like this this draw an event just bring me back to to this uh reality that i i, I need i need time for for myself um, and understand understand myself better and understand the surroundings it's a tool that that will beneficiate you um in in your entire life like those 10 10 days can can change the vision you have of of your own life and of of uh of everything like from your from yourself to to the bigger scales the bigger scale to like how universe works and why 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 are we here and what what are we supposed to do i don't think there is a, a true answer to to this but somehow you're meant to go into it without any expectations of any of that so <laughs> good luck kind, <laughs> kind of have some expectations yeah. but yeah i'm trying i'm trying not to exactly. like expectations so. everything i've heard about vipassana just sounds so contradictory and difficult but potentially rewarding and potentially mind dumbing uh, there's mm -hmm. so many things but i anyone who attempts it to me is taking uh the project of life seriously mm -hmm. you know like it's one thing for us to do push-ups and to try to eat healthier, whatever it is that we're doing and to, to take care of our bodies. But like to invest that sort of time in your own mind, there's nothing more valuable that uh, investing in, in, in your own mind and your right. own, like your spirituality. It's what, what's gonna be left uh, at the end in any situation. You can face any situation in, in life. If you, if you're um, like in, in, if you connected with the, with yourself, and uh, if you um, if you know uh, how to um, to deal with your with your feelings, it, it's a powerful tool. Like you mm -hmm. can face a lot of shit situation, uh, like that would really hurt. But if if you're wise enough to 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 understand the situation and 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 on try to look at the positive part it will helps you uh, a lot for any situation you could face in life maybe you know i mean just being aware and mindful and paying attention to just what's coming in at you is i think valuable but one thing i really like about um vipassana from what i've heard it's not that you're benefiting or you're you're working on yourself to benefit yourself but it's to make um to, to be a, to give a, you a tool it, yeah to give you a tool to be just a better person for the people around you Do you know what i mean like someone who pays more attention and is uh is more present is just a better person to be around for of others of course of course and that's i think the project of life i, I tend to have more of a negative view of i think i feel like it's all kind of pointless <laughs> but it, that doesn't mean that it shouldn't be pleasant and and that if I have any purpose at all whatsoever, it's to not be an asshole and to be um, to kind, be 
be kind to other people and to make the experience of anyone else around me at least neutral, if not maybe a little better. And that's, um, that, from what I understand, the, the, one of the benefits of Vipassana training is that you, you're not just enriching yourself with this tool. It's a tool to make life better for those around you and it, it, without course. expecting that as an outcome, which is fucking confusing. Of course, but, but it, it, it just work. It just work like this. You don't it's have to, yeah. to think about it. It's just, you, you feel it when you, when you run people that, um, has this like energy, like this positive energy, you, you, you feel it and you, mm. you, you absorb it and you like, you feel better yourself yeah, you and, and then it. you, you can, you're more able to to create and to exchange and uh, mm-hmm. and that's the beauty of it so it's just uh, like the the opposite of a vicious uh circle like yeah. a, uh, it's an, it's a yeah it's like a benevolent circle instead yeah. of a vicious carnivorous one L- let me ask you this what makes you the happiest <laughs> i would say it's funny because i always ask this question and i always tell myself i had i have no idea how to answer this question uh, but I would say learning. Learning makes me so, so happy. Uh, and I can feel it like physically. Either like I'm talking with somebody and we share um, experiences or he, he just... Um, um, like, f- for example, uh, to give you uh, a precise example, in Mahawal, uh, I was with... Um, this this Spanish couple Carlos and and Laura, and we would talk for hours about energy energy flow, about auras, about quantum physics, things that I I I I have no idea about, and I was just so captivated about it, and I was like, oh my god, this is this is crazy, and I would. I would read about it um, uh, afterward, like I would watch YouTube videos and I would be like, oh my God, what is this? And I would feel like really, really like, I would, I would feel this, this, this power to, to learn new things and want to, to learn more and more and more and more and just realize that I knew nothing I, and I, I, I know nothing. And it's frustrating in a way because, uh, because you want you want to know things but the beauty of it is that you you always have new things to learn and youth and things that are uh, going to change your your life or going to make you happier or going to um, make you uh, able to inspire others uh, so it's I think learning is the most exciting ex- exciting thing uh, for me I, I I'm not sure if it's what makes me the most happy. I would say what makes me the most happy is feeling love uh, around me and being el- able to uh, to express th- my my love and um, and notice that people receive it uh, and and it's even better when they give give this love uh, this love uh, back to you. Like this exchange of of love is. Is, is is amazing and uh, and I feel like traveling gives you so many opportunities to share usually when I'm the most happy is when I go to bed I go go in my car and I just process the the my day and I'm like wow like that was a like we shared so much today that makes me really happy uh, but that's 
uh, I don't know if it makes me happy in um, in a global context because that's one uh, uh, how to say it's not um, maybe sustainable because you need uh, you always need this love to to feed you so I feel like what makes you the most happy would be just to uh, feel um, feel uh, good with with yourself uh, alone and being able to appreciate everything around you as you as you should what do you think the world needs the most love understanding and time time for me is, is a big deal for me it's a factor of of stress we created time basically like this idea of like seconds and hours and days instead of using time as a tool we just became a slave a slave of it and uh, it's really hard to be detached uh, to to this concept and so i think people need uh, time people need to step back and uh, and and have a look to what they're doing and uh, if they if what they're doing makes them r truly happy i think people need time and people need more social interaction with with uh, with people that they they don't know like like i don't think living in a city is is sustainable uh, how many people do you see every day and how many people do you actually interact with every day like <laughs> you would like you just have to look at the subway you know like you you have like 100 people in the subway and nobody talks to each other it's just because it's too much information so we cannot deal with it we're not supposed to to be around so many people we're supposed to um to to be uh, like living in a tribe you know with like uh like 15 to 30 maybe 50 members and that's i think that's how we we should work uh and live that's why i think communities so are so so important because it brings back this idea of living together and exchange uh, uh a lot more than what we do in 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 the city uh so yeah take take time sharing sharing love I think you know what's coming next. If you had one message to share with the world, what would it be? It depends who your message is toward. I wouldn't have the same message to uh, people from the third world uh, than the people from uh, from Europe or, or, or the States. But f for the people from... Uh, f for wealthy people, I would say just take some time to see things that you're not used to see. Just put yourself away from your your routine, just to give you um, more perspectives and just to give you to give you a choice, uh, basically. Because I feel like many people just don't they they accept something at some point and then they feel like they're stuck with it uh, and they don't feel like they are able to to do something something else. They are trapped and they accept it. So I think. Uh, like my message would be try to question yourself and depending on the answers make a move like if if there's something that you uh, don't like in, in your life something that you feel trapped with just try to work with it and um, try to to make choices that would free uh, that would make you more more free i think like freedom is for me, it's one of the, the 
the most important uh, feeling. And I feel like a lot of people don't don't feel free. Just they don't feel free because they have a job and because they have to pay their rent and because they uh, they have child or they have a wife or just many reasons. And I feel like if you really try to 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 notice your your feelings in in, in life and to understand them then you can you can make a move and and improve your your improve your living but don't uh think that you cannot do it because you can do everything you you want i guess if you really want it i've wanted purposely to ask you the three questions that you ask everyone else it's so you can so feel hard. what that feels like to have be suddenly on the spot with those three questions but there they are valuable things to think about that um and that's why I think your project is cool. When I met you, um, and you, I was interviewing another guy, Bob, uh, and you came with yes. on that interview, and you interviewed him right after, and I watched what you did, and I really appreciated it. And it made me like you. I liked you anyway, but then I was like, okay, I really like this guy. <laughs> and then when I got to know you a little bit better, I found out, and, and what it's crazy is you're now, I've met two people with the same condition. I'd never met anyone before in my life who had danced so much that they injured themselves like a st repeated uh, stress injury from dancing I was like okay that's a healthy happy dude that has just yeah. he was enjoying dancing so much that he's had to have knee surgery at a young age and then I thought that was such a rare thing and then we met someone else on the trail who'd experienced the same thing so evidently it's more common than I thought but still it's got to be somewhat rare on the planet that you've just danced yourself silly so mm -hmm. i don't know i feel like you've got a good healthy worldview man i like being around you i'm glad we're friends for however long it lasts hopefully but, longer <laughs> <laughs> i uh i just want to say man uh to people out there they can find you at what's up on earth dot com, dot com. or any any social any social, social network media. instagram what's facebook up? youtube not, not whatsapp yeah the what's first time up? You, what is what what apostrophe s is there an apostrophe yes what yeah. apostrophe s up on earth yeah check him out send him a message send him several thousand dollars man quit <laughs> fucking around spend your money wisely nah. and give some to elion he's not asking for it I, but i'll ask for him I, I i honestly don't don't need uh money but yeah what i need is like people who are interesting about uh, <laughs> about yes. what i produce <laughs> it's been a pleasure hanging out with you we're going to continue to do it um uh, I also got to say one of the things I really like about you is that you want to eat all the time, which is um, near and dear to my heart. So thank you. And thank you for cooking so many meals for us. Thank you so much. Yeah.
stars go off I saw them stars go off at night Slipping away.